All right. Well, welcome. This is Anna Poirier, and I am here with Allie today, who is my guest, who I'm going to be supporting in gaining some deeper insights, awarenesses, and tangible tools around her higher calling and her life path. And we are going to be using her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Allie. Thank you very much, and thank you very much for doing the reading. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. It's great to have you here. Um, since it is our first time uh, meeting and uh, doing anything like this together, would you just tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do, um, and we'll start there. Sure. Um, so I'm based in London in the UK. Um, I work in recruitment. It was kind of a role that I accidentally fell into um, and something changed for me kind of spiritually, higher power, universally, mother nature, um, tail end of last year. So kind of November time, 2019, I started getting kind of, uh, I'd call them like downloads um, and more connected to my environment than I had previously been. Um, and so started becoming really interested in astrology more, what that meant, um, how that could interlink with my life, how that already interlinked with beliefs that I already had, but didn't realize that they were connected. Um, and then grew like a very strong interest in the moon and moon cycle, etc. So I've just been kind of going down uh, a lane of discovery on that path. Um, in terms of my day-to-day, -day, I work in a huge corporate company, um, as I said, in recruitment, not really my calling or passion. And I think maybe these are why these things have been bubbling up for me. Mm. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that I can <laughs> help you? <laughs> no, you know, that, um, that is... Thank you for sharing that. Well, I may have another question, um, uh, which is, have you had in, in these kind of spiritual downloads and this awakening essentially kind of is how it sounds, almost like how I would label it as like an awakening to maybe more of your authentic self, to your authentic soul, right? Um, that it's starting to speak a little bit to you. Um, is there anything that's kind of bubbled up that that has resonated or are you more in this like seeking stage? Um, so I think probably I'm in an in-between balance, um, but as my personality is and I think part of my star signs are I'm like a researcher and a digger <laughs> mm -hmm. so I feel like I'm always learning always reading always wanting to absorb more information so I don't feel like I'd ever be fully done on the quest um but feel like I've come to some form of I guess enlightenment and understanding because um I now see angel signs all over the place. Um, mm. I see angel numbers a lot. I'm like far more believing that if something is meant to happen, it will come to me. For example, the other day I was starting my yoga practice and I really wanted to light some candles and I'm moving house and I was like, oh, where's my lighter gone? And I was like, Do you know what? If I'm meant to have this lighter because I'm meant to light the candles, I'll find it. And then literally a minute later I found it. 
so mm. far kind of believing in the universe and that the universe will give to me when the timing is right or if the timing is right too um than I had previously so I think it's a kind of a trust is being built that I could never see or had before if that makes sense which is allowing other things to come through to me that's so beautiful yeah definitely definitely makes sense and um you know obviously I've already taken a look at your chart and so though I think there will be some interesting things to navigate um in our session today here uh let's see and any specific questions just other than what you've brought to the table or just areas that you're wanting clarity around yeah i think i mentioned that i previously had a reading and a lot of it was around career path and things like that which mm -hmm. i'm super interested to hear more about from kind of how you see my chart and mm -hmm. um, what wasn't touched upon was kind of the family side of things which i believe from my houses isn't necessarily the largest space in terms of relationships and things uh, but i am quite family orientated um mm. very long story short i have a hormonal imbalance so i have pcos and so a lot of my connection with the moon was to try to bring back my um moon cycle and that's kind of how i developed the interest in that so i would be keen to know whether like family for me was like is is in my chart at all what that looks like um and how that will kind of feed into my life as well yeah right so i will i'll kind of weave that in typically when i'm doing these especially like the initial life path uh readings we we do sort of focus on certain aspects um that contribute and and it can be a little more like career but but sure. life path encompasses more than that and i yeah, i mean yeah. i i believe that when we're looking at it through this lens that it's actually you know when we talk about like your community or your natural gifts or like things like that um that uh those are going to apply to both um, your career work, all of that, your service on the planet, um, but be inclusive of your personal, you know, that's interwoven, obviously, yeah. when we're following a higher calling. Sure. Um, and then definitely health, I think health falls into that as well. And um, yeah and so so we'll dive into that and you know we can just we can just see what we reveal uh there's always an opportunity to go deeper too with subsequent readings if you feel that you need that whatever um so let's let's go in um, <laughs> um but i will weave that in because i'm actually um a ayurvedic and health coach and so i do like to put a little emphasis on that health piece. <laughs> um, so you are, okay, you know a little bit about astrology and your uh, sun sign, we're going to start there. Your sun sign is in Libra. And this is when we look at 
um, when we look at that from through this type of astrological lens that I practice, um, this is like how, what you relate to inside of yourself. And what's interesting is you already mentioned like, you know, relationships and family and Libra is very social and also about partnerships and, and that, and about relationships. So there is this, um, kind of natural sparkle already for you and and it's it's what you may relate to inside of yourself but not necessarily how others see you right off the bat i like to consider it like your magic fairy dust that gets sprinkled through everything it's it's like it's a part of you it really pervades and weaves into the fabric of your life path but it's not kind of what you might really lead from and also how others tend to see you. Um, and, but this, I, I, there's, there's a lot, you know, Libra is like beauty too. So it's got that relationships, the partnerships, but it's beauty. I really see her as like the goddess um, because she loves the senses and all things that appeal to the senses. And there mm -hmm. is this, you know, it's almost like when you were talking about um, with the the issues that you were having with PCOS and, you know, that it, it's like this womb quality to, to Libra of like owning the womb and, you know, and really embodying that, that fertile goddess, I guess, right? So this will, this is something for you. And as we go through, let's see, you know, what other little pieces um, we get to pick up along the way. But the, again, this is what you more relate to. And is, would you say that this, that that's true? Like you kind of relate to that inside of yourself? Yeah, I fully, and especially the sense thing. So this will probably make you laugh, but um, I've been staying at my boyfriend's during COVID and I got a delivery of flowers and I had to leave his house. His mum came back for a bit and she was like, throw out those flowers. And when I came back and I was like, but my flowers are gone. And he was like, yeah, my mum told me to throw them out because they were dying. And I was like, but they weren't. And I, <laughs> I literally was like, why did you do that? <laughs> they were beautiful and they were making me happy. And we literally had a whole conversation around it. So a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. 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 Yeah. So that, that beauty is a part and that what's really beautiful about that too with Libra is because that's your magic fairy dust, right? You, you kind of like just get to infuse this and people appreciate it. And, you know, whether it's your clients, your social circles, like they really appreciate that, uh, fairy dust that you sprinkle. Um, but when we look at your rising sign, which I'll go to next, this is what this is where we consider this to be like your life path, your soul mission, um, the problem you're here to solve, but how others see you and also what they may be drawn to and want more of from you. You have this in Pisces, which is like a very I think this is a very special you know, certainly there are other people that have Pisces rising signs and all that, but this is very special in that Pisces is, and I think this is maybe um, the other way that I like to look at the rising also called the ascendant is that you're literally like 
ascending to this, right? It's like there's right. your sun sign, but then you're ascending to this rising place. And I almost feel like what you just shared with me about that kind of that awakening that you've been having, this is you yeah. ascending towards, rising towards that Piscean life path. Um, Pisces is about mysticism, um, very psychic, uh, kind of swimming in the deep waters and the deep waters of emotions too. They're, they're very emotional. They're very, um, they're very spiritual and not really of the material world. It's the last sign of the Zodiac. So there's this like non-materiality, like almost like this etherealness that relates to Pisces. And, um, you know, they're, they're the fish and there's a kind of a, a mysterious quality to that too, like under the water, right? Like there's this mysterious quality. Also a fish tend to swim in schools often. Um, so they're, even though they're kind of like otherworldly and all of that, they really like to feel like they belong to this pod of theirs, to this tribe of like, you know, of like people, right? Mm -hmm. Of like fish. Um, and so sometimes they sometimes feel, kind of they feel kind isolated, of isolated in their, um, in their um, you know, just, just in, in their specialness, in their <laughs> differentness, in their spiritual kind of non-materialness, like they're not of this world and that, that might even cause them to like, feel like they don't belong. There's just, there can be that element there. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely creative, definitely dreamers. Um, I feel feel others' pain really deeply, and um, I think from that place they're very compassionate and forgiving, and are able to hold space because they have all the astrological signs in them. Being the last sign, they've accumulated all of that. It's like they have that understanding. So people are seeing you as this spiritual mystical, um, kind of like otherworldly being, and they may, they're, they're, they may be seeking more of that from you. So now kind of having you step more into that is really going to feed that. Um, I'm going to move into your moon sign, which your moon is in Pisces again. So you've got some Pisces happening here and being in the, like being that your moon is ruled by Pisces, which the moon is about emotions. It's also about your emotional motivation. So when we look at it in life path astrology, we're wanting to care for the moon. Okay. And like, nourish the moon because if you don't if you don't care for those emotions that are inside that are here ruled by pisces there can be, there can be this place of feeling place stuck of, feeling um, of maybe feeling frustrated i think in the case of pisces it might feel like you're isolated that you're not again like kind of not belonging um is there a place for me uh, and almost like too sensitive, overly sensitive, even going into addictive behavior can be a, um, 
a shadow, you know, a shadow of, of Pisces. And, and what these are indicators of is that it's, it's, it's just a call for self-care. It's a call for moon care. Let's just call it that. Okay. Um, and I, I'm just going to pause for a second and ask you, like, when you're feeling emotionally, like when you're feeling um, emotional or like even emotionally triggered, do any of these resonate with you? Um, is there anything you can share around that? Yeah, they do. Um, I think firstly, the addictive behavior, um, managed to get it kind of under control more recently, but that's probably because I'm kind of working from home so I can control my environment, which I guess is a form of kind of addiction to control what's around me. And um, <laughs> when, when I'm like at work, for example, we have like snacks or feeling like emotionally vulnerable. So the isolated part, I have had problems with like binge eating essentially. Yeah. Um, so like binging, restricting, which all falls into like addictiveness and shadows and lack of self-love. Um, I spent vast majority of my teens and then to I would say really recently um, being in kind of very bad relationships because yeah. I didn't prioritize self care first and I was prioritizing giving to other people that weren't deserving of the giving um but also kind of the not belonging not feeling like I had a home um I remember up until I joined the company that I am at now I always felt like an outsider didn't feel like I had a click I've always like feel a bit different um and so I have have had to become like very cautious of who's in my environment and what types of people I'm giving energy to because I think naturally I give energy to the wrong people I get emotional quickly um and it can spiral into really like negative bad habits for me and um kind of dark emotional places that are not productive Totally. Um, yeah. And this is very, so I have a fair amount of Pisces in me. And um, as I'm hearing you, you know, share about this, I can like, you know, I have an understanding from the astrological standpoint, but also just from like actually a personal standpoint too. And, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, one of the things with Pisces and especially when it's in your moon is like, Pisces are kind of like without boundaries. They're just like, Hey, like, you know, first of all, I'm not really like in the material world. And then they, they sort of have this compassion and allowing for everyone. Cause it's like, Oh, but I understand why they're doing what they're doing. And I know that there's good there, right? Like I know there's good there, but then it gets into this. Now they're unsafe. And then you kind of like have to back, backflip into like how do I control things and create you know like you said like how do how do I come back and like control my environment and so when I think in those moments of not being safe and being out there it's almost like Pisces has to be aware of their energetic and emotional boundaries 
right? And and that and literally creating those um, kind of structures because there there aren't really much. There's not much structure out in the ocean. It's just vast, and you're swimming around and. Um, and I, you know, I would say like, that's probably what, you know, one of the top recommendations that I have with a, with a Piscean moon is to have, have emotional support, like to kind of have those emotional support structures for yourself, those safe places and, and like the container, and we'll see it as the container for that. Um, and sometimes it, it's like, you're still finding your school, you, you know, where's my school? Where's my, um, where's my place? And so in, in that time period, it's, it's, um, I think also being, like I said, setting up how those boundaries need to be, but, you know, not like it's a delicate balance because you don't want to protect like set up like the wall, right? Like, okay, I'm just going to wall myself off because that's not healthy either. It's like keeping an open heart, really being that beautiful spirit, but like knowing what you're going to take in and knowing what you're, um, what's going to be okay for you. So it's a lot of self inquiry and, um, and also I think cleansing yourself of other people's stuff because Pisces take it on. They feel it. They take it on. I mean, sometimes you might even be inclined to go into like addictive behaviors, not even because it's your stuff, because it's somebody else's stuff Mm -hmm. that you're trying to process. Um, so I like, you know, I like things, you, you know, and you probably have some things hopefully that you already are aware of, but I just like any kind of practice where may, at the end of the day or even throughout the day, whatever you need to do to literally cleanse away other people's energy. Pisces is a water sign. So I do like to incorporate water, bathing, showering, but like having that idea that you're washing that off, but even using, you know, different protective mechanisms of like crystals or what have you that can serve you in that way and maybe offer some, uh, yeah, protection. I'll use that word protection. Does that all make sense? Yeah, it mm-hmm. does. Um, I, it's funny that you're mentioning this because actually um, I'm in the process of moving house and my boyfriend is a super structured person and I'm not at all <laughs> he came around the other day and he was like your stuff's not in an order you need to do it like this and this and this and I was like he had like such a bad mood that when he left I was like in a bad mood even though I'd been in a playful happy mood before and <laughs> then I like sat for a minute, I think I might have meditated or I was journaling or something. And like I it clicked again, the like connection of just because someone is feeling a certain way doesn't mean that I need to be wrapped up in their energy. Like it's okay yes. for me whilst they're angry or sad or feeling something that I don't need to feel because it's not my life and it's not like that was my life, but like my energy and feel towards it was different and that's okay. 
great because that is such a big one I feel like for Pisces is like oh my god you know they're having this experience and now all of a sudden you're you've taken that on yeah um so yes please you know have some awareness around that for yourself because um, with your moon the way that we look at it is it's also it's like your motivation and so as you're going on on your path, uh, whether it's career-wise, whether it's personally, it's like those are, that's going to keep you on your path and motivated by taking care of the moon and taking care of your emotions and being called to, uh, being inspired, motivated to, 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 to be what you're here to be and to serve in the way that you're here to serve. Um, Let's move into Saturn and Saturn is Saturn is about he's like the disciplinarian and he is here to he's interested in the plan. Okay. And, and so he's, he's, he's the father figure. He, um, if he knows that the plan is in action and that you're taking the steps and putting in the effort towards the, you know, the bigger plan of the life path and, and the soul mission, then he's going to reward you. He's going to reward you materially, meaning like whether that's financially or with opportunities or um, resources, things of that nature. Um, you have your Saturn ruled by Aquarius and Aquarius is the visionary and they're the rebel. Um, they have, they're unconventional. They've got unconventional ideas. They have a broad, you know, kind of like that expansive perspective of, but this is, um, the innovators, right? Like that, that's a very Aquarius is they're going to innovate. They're like, okay, things aren't working the way it is. <laughs> we have to think differently now. So they're going to step out of convention and that's, um, so in a lot of ways, that's great. And so what this is, is this is like a relationship between Saturn and Aquarius. And Saturn is like, okay, you know, if I know that you're putting in the work. So it's, it's this relationship is a lot about using those qualities of the visionary, of the unconventional ideas, of the um, kind of the innovation of that, but to stay on track. So like when those innovative ideas, downloads, uh, and, and they may feel different, they most likely will. So it's, it, it's an interesting, you know, interplay because I think, yeah, there's some Aquarius that shows up more. There's this Piscean Aquarius relationship too. So I see this too with like Pisces who is really, they are different. <laughs> they are different. And, and then Aquarius is like, I'm different and I don't care what other people think. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't ultimately care. So it's sort of like, I think here Saturn is like, you have to tr start trusting that, that by really moving forward with that and staying on track with the big rebellious unconventional idea that ideas that may come up because um, rather than like sometimes because Aquarius is a, is, is a air sign, there might be this tendency to like uh, start be like, Oh my God, it's a big idea. Kind of start it and then like go to the next thing. So I, yeah. <laughs> so I think that here it's about like 
owning it and making Saturn happy in that way and and then following through taking it to completion before going however that looks you know however that looks um and i mean you have libra too with with in the sun and so there's also sort of this indecisiveness airiness to libra right like she can be a little indecisive and like oh this is great and this is great and um pisces as well because there's two fish swimming in opposite directions <laughs> so this <laughs> i think this is really like with all this energy that could potentially not follow through this is where the kind of the discipline lives for you does that make sense yeah and um it, it's quite classic me actually <laughs> I'm like I'm a strong dreamer and and I'll come up with like different ideas especially for my work because it's how I kind of keep entertained is by thinking about innovative ideas and how mm. we can change systems and I used to joke that I would like change a system and then change it again um, so I'm constantly like manipulating and changing things. But what I'm good at is coming up with the idea. And what I fail at is like the last bit when you really need to execute. So if basically there's not people around me pushing for something to be finished okay. or pushing me to execute something, I'll think about something else and, else and move on to it. And like the first thing never gets completed. Right. And this is actually where um, uh, sprinkling some of that Libran partnerships and relationships um, can be really supportive. So it's a, I see it a little different than Aries who kind of need a support team. Uh, Libra's like, okay, what, so inside, whether it's a personal uh, relationship uh, or, um, or in the, you know, corporate career, life path, all of that, then your it, it might be a good idea to like find those allied partnerships, whether it's in your current job and then, uh, you know, as you step into any other th um, next things for you. I mean, it definitely sounds like that is, um, that's going to be happening. It's probably really new right now, but um but moving into that, like keeping that in mind that that could be really supportive. Cause I feel like there's a lot of, I think Pis Pisces, great collaborators, Libras, all about that. And also Aquarius too, all about um, kind of that collaborative effort, the humanitarian. Um, so that, so that's a very, I think that would also really serve this Saturn in Aquarius along with everything else that you have here. Just keeping that in mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to go into your north node and your south node next. So your north node is in Capricorn, and that means your south node is in Cancer. Um, and I'm going to start with your south node because your south node is your natural gifts, your natural abilities. It's just what you kind of organically do it's the person that you show up as and um and you don't really think about it it's not you know it's a place that you can rest in and uh 
be in comfortably. Um, your north node is your challenge. It's also your destiny. So this is where we take your, those natural gifts and we start to mm, move them into the challenge. How do they, how can they uh, be brought into this place so that you can move more into your destiny? So we'll look at cancer. Cancer is the mother. She's nurturing. She's community oriented. She's family oriented, you know, can be overgiving, can give more to others than she's uh, allowing herself to receive. And um, maybe even a little, gets a little moody, very emotional. Um, and that tendency, of course, to like hide in the crab shell it, when they feel overly sensitive or um, not supported or, you know, whatever. They just haven't cared for themselves. They're, so there, there's these qualities, but very much about like cancers have this great ability to pull people together and make people feel like they're part of a community and supported um, and also intuitive. So there, there's that piece too. A lot of water that you have here. Um, as we move into the challenge of Capricorn, and this is, so Cancer, like I said, is like the mother ruled by the moon. Capricorn, on the other hand, is the father ruled by Saturn. And what I see this as is, you know, like sometimes people be, can say like, oh, this is like kind of challenging. You have Capricorn versus Cancer, very different, they're opposites whatever, but it really is the yin and yang. And it, and it, and it also is, um, you know, the mother father, right? Like we need, we need them both. We need the masculine and the feminine. Um, so for you, it's taking this ability, this mothering, nurturing, giving community building, making, creating safe space for people to then move that into like a game plan of sorts and and all and one that continuously supports you so it's like you're not you're 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 going you're going to take care of your own emotionality and your own needs and desires inside of that um you know capricorn can be a bit of a hard exterior and like not show emotions and be like stoic. I see it as like stoic and just keep working, 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 working and going, um, a bit of an overachiever. So I, I, you know, I think here too, it's like looking at some of those shadows of Capricorn as you move into your destiny is even though your natural gifts are Cancerian there, it's, the interesting thing is, is there's some overlap. Um, I think sometimes people don't think of cancer as being achievers, but secretly they are. Secretly they really want success and they want to be, um, they want to be creative in that way and, and create, you know, the mother creating life, creating something. So I think from the one perspective is like, the one perspective is like using that Capricornian, they're great at the game plan. Let's go with the game plan. We're going to go forward. This is it. Here we go. So it's creating some structure for that. And, um, and, and, you know, and really 
um, using that to create the community um, that you will feel safe in and that those that you're serving will feel safe in. So it's important that symbiosis, so whether you're having a family of your own, really kind of make, being watchful of that. And, um, and then, you know, and if you're leading a community in some way or what have you, like just being watchful of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think that a lot of it resonates in terms of the cancer because I do overgive. I often feel like you have this saying between me and one of my friends, you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. <laughs> I feel like often I pour from an empty cup. And so this time period of kind of London being in a semi-lockdown, I'd call it, has been really good for me because I've had to look after myself and prioritize myself mm. and think and eat and nourish my body in the right way and nourish my brain in the right way. And, and it stopped me from saying yes to people who drain my energy. Um, it's kind of, it's created a natural barrier for me to not be able to overgive and overdo. Um, and there is still some overgiving and overdoing in terms of my immediate family, but it stopped in terms of my friendships. Um, and so this kind of time period has made me think about where do I overgive and where is that kind of draining me in terms of my energy, which isn't helpful. Um, and then I think with kind of the Capricorn side, it's things that I would, I need to kind of work on, definitely work on more, um, kind of growing up in the relationship that my mom and dad had meant that if things become emotionally too hard for me, I kind of um, become totally unavailable and yep. bring up a wall very quickly. Um, and like with game plans, it kind of feeds into what we were saying before, but I can have a game plan. I can know what I want to do, but then if something changes around that game plan or there's like, I guess this is the areas in me, I can be quite fluid and I don't mind if things change, but mm -hmm. it's a case of probably needing to put in a bit more structure to ensure that things do action and happen. And it's a balance, right? It is a balance. Mm. So it's taking on that challenge of a, of a game plan, but also, yes, of course, things, things are fluid <laughs> and changeable. And so I almost see it too as like with Capricorn there as the challenge and the destiny. Again, I'm looking mm. at the shadow of Capricorn. So it's going to be this balance of not letting Capricorn get too attached to like so you yeah. like go forward with the game plan and you really use that intuitive that strong intuitive uh gift that you have from cancer and pisces to kind of back check it 
Like, like that's like, that's like, okay, I check in with my emotions. Okay. I check in with um, higher power. I check in with my intuition and then allow that to keep moving you forward on the path. Um, yeah. And I think it's really so beautiful that you're getting to practice some of this under, you know, unfortunate, challenging circumstances, but I feel that that's really some of the gifts in what's happening right now globally for people. And a lot of my clients, I see the same thing. They're ready to do the really, they're ready to take care of themselves um, because they're home. Um, so that's great. Um, let me see if I wanted to say anything else about that. Um, no, let's go into your 12th house. And your 12th house is just looking here. Sorry, I'm taking just a moment. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah, your 12th house is in Pisces, mostly, but it's very close. So, so um, it's almost like I, like, gosh, it's almost equally divided between Pisces and Aquarius. Okay. And but list a little bit more Pisces than Aquarius. So your chart is interesting because, um, so Pisces is actually the natural ruler of the 12th house. So that means that pretty much all of your chart has some, like some of the houses are, are um, ruled by the natural ruler, which is mm. kind of interesting. It means that there's both like a amplification of this and in some ways like a, um, a a support that happens there and then it also depends on if there are other planets in there but but like a support but then I think it also can magnify the challenges right of of yeah. having the the natural rulership but um, with Pisces so I'm going to focus on that and actually what we're going to look at is kind of like a hybrid of Pisces and Aquarius like a Piscean archetype with a little bit of Aquarius infused in there. Um, when we look at the 12th house in life path astrology, it is, it is your, um, it is your unconscious beliefs or your limiting beliefs, kind of your unconscious, your limiting beliefs, your karmic debts. And it's, but it's also the, um, the archetype of who you're here to serve of who you're here to elevate and uh, work with. So this is, again, the archetype of, of them. And uh, so you have, there's a lot of similarity because you have your life path, your soul mission, Pisces, how other people see you. Um, this is, you know, what's really beautiful is like you have a very deep understanding of this and it almost makes it quite easy because we're looking at, well, like, who were you three years ago or a few years ago and what were you struggling with? And this is exactly what it's sort of speaking to in, um, in your life path, in your soul's work and all of that. Um, and I also would say like, this is like your community and, and because you're seen as Pisces already, and that's what people are drawn to. You really have a lot of permission. Like if somebody had, 
I don't know, something else in their rising and like Pisces, let's say sun, they're not going to like really go full hog with um, spiritual, mystical <laughs> types of sharing. Like this is not going to be what their face, that what they show to the world like really powerfully, but really in a lot of ways you can. Um, and, and that it's even because of that Aquarius flavor to it that uh, that's almost equal here in your 12th house that again it's it's unconventional what you know it's like it's unconventional it's deep it's going deep and and really and i think what that's going to allow for is this ability to attract those people again whether it's like professionally but also personally that are like oh my god i feel like i belong right? Like that belongingness. And you have the Cancerian nurturing of like community and all of that. Um, those natural gifts that it's like, oh my God, I, you know, <laughs> I'm seen and I belong and I feel understood and I feel cared for. Um, and that, that ability to sprinkle your goddess fairy dust, the Libran beauty, you know, art that pleasing to the senses um and you know from a karmic kind of healing perspective this is what you are working through inside of yourself as you help others as you do your as you live your life path and you live your service and your soul's mission you are simultaneously healing them and healing yourself. So it's, you know, I see this as like connecting them to emotions, to spiritual depth, to supporting them in being comfortable in their own skin. I think this is a really big one with Pisces. And then you add that kind of rebel, I'm different of Aquarius. And so it's like, yeah really owning being comfortable in your own skin, embracing that uniqueness, using the natural gift of cancer to make them feel safe, nurtured and a part of something, sprinkling the Libran, you know, beauty, visual appeal, sensual appeal, and having that, having that, um, um, that ability to stay, stay the course. Like it's almost like that Capricorn challenge of structure is also going to have them feel and you feel safe right like it goes both ways and i'll and i'll touch on your so your midhaven which we see is like your career or your image is in sagittarius and that means that like it's your it's about being the philosopher, the teacher, that not just like the teacher of like basic things, but like like philosophical, higher learning types of things. Um, there's an adventure with Sagittarius, a risk taker. Um, they and they're they're also very kind of charismatic and and um, can excel people on things a little different than Gemini. Gemini will just like talk you into anything, but 
but they're <laughs> but they're grounded and uh, kind of worldly, and that's you know that's attractive um, as well. So that's really you know from that career standpoint. But I just thought I'd throw that in there because you know that's part of like knowing that you're ultimately kind of here to to be a master teacher of sorts of of what you're bringing forth of what you're birthing. Okay, do you have any questions or anything so far? <laughs> um, so just to go back a bit, sorry, to the 12th house, okay. I didn't want to interrupt you. So would you say that most of it around kind of the kind of unconscious limiting beliefs, etc., is around um, who am I attracting? Am I in the right circles do i feel cared for um kind of being comfortable in my own skin and spiritual debt um i would say yes to that like i definitely feel that it's this thing of um being comfortable in the material world in right. your skin in mm -hmm. yourself um, and so what that, you know, and then how do those other, you know, support systems, people, emotional support, um, your own, you know, cultivation of that, of your environment, of your, of your ocean that you swim in, um, that feels nurturing and nourishing, but yeah, really. And, and I, Again, I, I, I shared that I have quite a bit of Pisces in me and I, and I know, I know that thing, like, I know that thing of when you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, like there, and, and that I feel is, is kind of a Piscean thing, especially when we're dealing with unconscious and karmic stuff and, um, that belongingness, like, okay, I can relax now. I can be who I am. Um, you have, you have Chiron, which is like the wounded healer in, in Leo. Um, yeah, Chiron in Leo. Sorry. I was just questioning if I said that correctly. Um, and and so when we look at that, I'm going to sprinkle that in because this is often the wound that you came here, you came into this life with. It's not something that you accumulated through childhood or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and Leo, and it's also once you start to heal it inside of yourself, it is what becomes a superpower for you. And so Leo is about like self-expression. It's the, ruled by the sun. You know, it's like, it's warmth. And it's also like Leo kind of likes being the star, like, you know, kind of like being out and being adored. <laughs> like Leo likes being the star. It's, I see it as about being seen. There's definitely a creativity and an overambitiousness to, to Leo as well. Um, and and, and so this, this to me, when you have Chiron here is like, okay, looking at like what's, you know, self-confident, excuse me, self-confidence, healing mm. those wounds around self-confidence, 
around being fully self-expressed, um, being seen. You know, this is because like Leo's a star, he's like, you know, um, and, and being seen and, and like trusting that you'll be adored, you know, that you'll still get that adoration that you, that, that, you know, it's a, it's a deep wound, but that this is really in, um, you might feel like you need to prove to be worthy. So that's sort of like that wound of Chiron. So it's a lot of inner stuff that we've talked about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny because my nephew is actually a Leo. He's only a little, little at the moment. He's like three. Mm. But he is so much like the star and wanting to be adored and the center of attention. And he's like, like you can already see it. He's like, please, like, I want all your attention. <laughs> so I know what a Leo looks like. And I'm yeah. probably Leo. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And it's a great energy, like when it's sort of yeah. Um, yeah. healthy, but like, you know, just being careful of that or, you know, being aware of this wound that you came in with, like, okay, I got to prove it. I got to overachieve. I got to be, you know, perfect in order to be adored. And, and that that's, you know, the key to self-confidence or, or self-worth, but, you know, being able to heal that and know that you're worthy and that really feeds into that feeling comfortable in your own skin. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, um, you know, what I, what I feel like because of all this, because of all this, water intuition i mean there's so much that you have here this sensitivity this ability to connect with higher realms that you're starting to tap into um my sense is allow that to because some so you know like your question um i actually don't feel like i could you know, maybe if we ever work together again in the future or whatever, like I'm uh, at that point after sort of this, um, this settles and you, you allow yourself to uh, settle into a lot of this information that we've gone through in this like inner inquiry and cultivating that, then um, it might be appropriate to then look at some of your houses and like that relate yeah. to that, to, to the health and things like that and, and supportive, like structural things. But I think right now, the fact that you're opening up to higher wisdom and yeah. the spiritual downloads, like just follow those, just start, just keep listening and following, you know, I love that you're uh, with the PCOS, it sort of prompted you to you know take better care of yourself but also yeah. follow the moon cycles that's you know that's something i have my clients do is you're not the same every week as a as a woman especially and it's it's important to look at all those facets and how we're ruled emotionally physically um from how we do and and maybe the kinds of projects we work on as much as we can and the foods that we eat all of that comes into a huge huge play so um that would be my sort of nugget for the moment perfect 
thank you and it's it's super interesting the self-confidence thing actually because as i said i've been doing this yoga and um we did a meditation this morning and we did like the staircase spiral down into your heart and um opening up a box to see kind of what was a blocker for you and the thing that came up for me of the thing that i was scared of was rejection which feeds into kind of all of this stuff um but what was really interesting was when i opened the box i had this bright light that like this bright beautiful white light that came out of it that i knew i could step into and before i saw like the word rejection written down i could feel like i could see hearts and smiles and passion and happiness so it felt like it's quite interesting because it all ties into this but it felt like if i can lift the feeling of rejection which is essentially another word for the self confidence part and the healing of that wound it will kind of allow me to step into that part of happiness and feeling accepted and like within myself etc so it's it's quite interesting because it's all ties into some of the thoughts that i've been having recently and why i've been receiving in meditations and things yeah oh that's so beautiful it really is um yeah and it's nice to have that confirmation i would think too and i'll offer out um if you're if you're if you're interested i have a free i have a free resource um that i spe- i always offer especially to some of my clients who have like um their moon that's like in pisces or cancer or something like that and i have a free moon meditation that's downloadable on my website if you you know if you go there and you can just enjoy that and and bathe in that it's um yogabodynutrition.com and you'll see the tab for free stuff thank you yeah absolutely um all right. Well, I want to I, I want to see first of all if you feel like you've had some ahas and some some insights with this session today. Yeah, it's been super interesting. I think firstly, I didn't realize how much kind of water and intuition mm. I have. Also, um <laughs> I've always been a bit of a rebel. And as I said when I was like doing my heart work earlier, it was quite funny because like it sounds wild but like the staircase I was picturing had all these like multicolored flashing lights in it it felt like a 70s disco actually and the walls of my heart were like these shag pile rugs and things like that and I was like oh wow the inside of my heart is a bit funky and quirky too and I was like well I guess that matches my spirit so it was quite fun because this kind of all ties into what you're saying of the like um creating my own path and having my own kind of specific energy and being a bit of a rebel etc um but sometimes i lose the f- and i i this ties into what you're saying with the leo sometimes i kind of lose my trust in myself and my guidance that like it's okay that I'm different and it's okay that I maybe don't always feel like I fit with this material world that we live in here. Mm-hmm. And I need to learn how to hold that and be and feel safe in that space and know that I'm okay because I have the things inside me 
that allow me to be safe um and and a lot of what you were saying around kind of creating boundaries because Pisces doesn't have boundaries etc is like really important to me and something that I've been thinking about a lot because for example at the moment my flatmates being really difficult and if I'd have created better boundaries with them I wouldn't have got to this place mm-hmm. but I'm too nice and too much of a giver etc so a lot of this does like very neatly tie into my world and it's it's yeah. a lot of really useful information to see um how I can interweave this into daily practices or just thinking about it more to allow me to kind of use some of these to and grow and amend habits and things to help me be more successful. For sure. And you're really here to be like a spiritual teacher and a spiritual leader, like, like yeah. that, that teacher. Yeah, that, that teacher. Mm. Um, just, you know, from that mid Haven and, and everything at, you know, so that, that's just, you're just stepping into that. Um, so any, uh, if you were to say, do you have any sort of actions, kind of like a game plan that you can take away from this session today? Yeah, I think the first one that I'm going to start working on is kind of the I guess the like knowing your worth and start to own it whether that will be through mantras um mm-hmm. I was actually flicking through one of my notebooks earlier um and I had been doing this thing where like I would write I don't know a sentence for example like I am beautiful and if I couldn't feel it in my gut or I felt mm-hmm. a wind or I felt that voice in my head being like but you're not I would just write it down and like or you know that secondary voice in your head that's like ha 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 that's not true Mm. um to try to like weed out my inner critic and I think that that's something that I should start to do again even if it's only once a week to try to um think about um how my inner voice is talking to myself to start to really build my confidence again um and I think like the final thing that I noticed was I had a presentation at work and I had to write my speaker's notes and I saw how many buffer words I had in it so but should (laughs) um, Hmm. if you would like to kind of inviting words that make that uh, that kind of that even saying kind of that diminish my ability to speak or hold a space or hold a presence and I think I just want to become more aware of my thoughts but then the the words that are following through as well awesome I love that that's beautiful and it really lets you step you know kind of heal some of that self-expression of Leo wound yeah Super amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I, um, I feel very honored to have had this opportunity to, um, have this session with you, Allie. And I really want to acknowledge you too, for what you've shared and, um, and just be able to support you in the best way possible as you move on your path, because it is a beautiful path. Thank you so much. It's been 
super, super interesting and you've given me a lot of food for thought. So I, I'm excited to listen back and mm. have a plan and stick to it. Yep. 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 And you will, yeah, you'll get a, a, a recording of this. So um, thank you, my dear. And I'm just sending you like uh, so much light from the States and I look forward to hopefully connecting with you in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. It's really appreciated. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Have a beautiful rest of your night. The rest of your night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.